Dadsnet Original Podcast. Fellas, okay, my kids call it Thomas the Tank and Train, which I think is so nice. cute. <laughs> Do your kids have any kind of weird names for things? Yeah, I mean, my youngest uh, calls pins and needles pins and noodles, as well as when he's been doing a little bit of exercise, he feels his heart beeping. Um, so yeah, it makes uh, nice. makes a lot of sense, you know, all of those. Awesome. <laughs> I love that heartbeat. My boys, whatever shop you go in, uh, they call it hand squish. Hand sanitizer is hand squish. They always want hand squish on wherever you go. You know, it's been the year of hand sanitizer, has it? Uh, well, you need to get them on the Milton hand squish, mate. Um, it's 100% plant based, and you can use it from three months old up to. Well, you know, Jim's sort of age. How old are you, Jim? <laughs> we don't disclose that, do we? We don't disclose that. It's closely guarded secret, that. <laughs> it comes out in foam. It's alcohol-free. Look, we've all got that bottle of hand squish with us wherever we go at the moment, killing that bacteria and the virus. This one does it in 30 seconds. So get the best one possible and take it with you wherever you're going. There we go. Grab yourself a bottle of Milton's antibacterial hand squish or hand sanitizer if you're looking for the actual name on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> you can get it from Boots, Sainsbury's and Tesco on your next shop. Always use Biocide safely and always read the label. Check your hand squish before you dish. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. <laughs> This is Loose Dads from Dad's Nets for Dads sitting around having a little bit of a chat about dad things. And uh, it's quite exciting because yesterday we actually met up in real life to do something that's as yet a little bit secret, but is confectionery based. So I'm going to introduce the panel today based around the chocolate bar that they would be. Ooh. Oh, I love it. Nice. So, Jack, you would be pure heavenly. Oi. Do you know why that is? Um... Is it vegan? It's vegan, that's exactly why. He called it. I've done some research, lads. I've done some research. I bet it doesn't taste very good, though. Well, that's... Who knows, right? (laughs) What, are you talking about Jack or the chocolate bar, by the way? (laughs) Both. Uh, Sparky would be a fuse. There's like a kind of spark fuse yeah. sort of yeah, fun I, thing going on. It's, you know, never bought a fuse though, so I can't say if I agree or not, mate. But never mate. seen a fuse. Well, I can tell you they used to be pretty good, so that is it's a compliment in my books. Thank you, Jim. And they got nuts in them, a bit nutty. They're a little bit nutty, a little bit chewy. Ah, oh, they were great. They were really good. Okay, I'll uh, take that. Brad would be a Twix because you know he's quite often holding two fingers up to the world (laughs) (laughs) I like it (laughs) and I'm Jim I'm a Cadbury snowflake and proud (laughs) let's get on with the show Uh, today we're going to be doing under overrated where I'm in the hot seat and I have to say whether things that the panel throw at me are underrated or overrated we're going to look inside the news for the stories that affect parents and dads in particular and an anonymous dad's net facebook group member asks this question she's very touchy emotional and snaps at the slightest thing anyone experienced the same thing but first of all let's start off with under over rated under over under over under over rated 
This is Under Overrated. It's where one person each week goes into the chair of doom and they get things thrown at them and they have to say whether they're underrated or overrated. It's as simple as that. It's me who's up for that challenge today. So I'm going to just settle down, fluff the cushions up a little bit and Sparky, go on, throw something at me. Okay, I'm coming straight at you today with kebabs. Okay. Um... Do you remember the hot tub conversation we had a few weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, no. No. Oh, whoa, whoa. Remind me. I've what? never been in a hot tub. Like, no, you no, don't. No. What, Jim? No, you've never had a kebab. I've never had a kebab. Oh, my. Shut up. Well, Jack's a vegan and he's had a kebab at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like. Well, this is the thing. That's, that's what turned him to veganism. To <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a vegetarian for a long time. And then once I stopped being a vegetarian, I was, I think, slightly too old to be doing, like, kind of uh, falling out of a cab, eating a kebab type things. So I've I've never old. had a kebab. Oh, okay. You're never so too old. They look, they look like they're overrated. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with Jim. Good. Okay. I had the first... The reason I asked is because I had the first kebab after our trip to London yesterday uh, for the first time in years. And judging on how I feel today, I would have to agree and say they are overrated. <laughs> See, there you go. You're not sold it to me. The Kebab Council of Great Britain are going to be so annoyed about this. This is negative publicity for them. Yeah. Uh, Jack, have you got something for me? Yes. Fruit tea. Depends what it is, but I would say underrated. There are there are some decent ones. I was going to say peppermint, but that's not really a fruit, is it? No, but, no, no. Uh, it's more herbal, I guess. That one. Yeah. Uh, okay, but no, I, I quite like a fruit tea occasionally. Yeah, yeah, you know, because after it gets past a certain time of night, you don't want to be drinking caffeine, do you? And decaffeinated tea, as everyone knows, tastes like crap. So <laughs> why not have something uh, a little bit fruity, a bit of raspberry? Put, put a put a sugar in it. It's like drinking hot squash. Yes, exactly. Which is also, I think hot squash is also underrated. Hot Ribena <laughs> is one of my go-to podcast drinks. That's some, really? That is some northern stuff going on right That's there, Jim. Like, we, disgusting. Hot Ribena? It didn't say Bovril. No, I, I can't say. Uh, so you know, at Scunthorpe United, they serve hot oxo. And my brother has on a couple of occasions bought that. And I, that is, there's a line drawn there. Well, well, but that makes sense, though, because naturally OXO gets heated up when you cook with it. So that makes sense. But, like, to take a... a to to like drink a, a cup of it, take, though. Yeah. Take, well, 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 but to take a, a <laughs> what should be something that should be cold and to purposefully make it hot... Oh, no, it doesn't work. I don't, I, Brad, Brad, but, have you ever had um, boiled water? <laughs> um, only when it's flavoured with uh, coffee or tea or hot chocolate or Horlicks or uh, yeah yeah I've had it sure yeah while I'm on a yeah. controversial do, topic do, do, sorry do I drink just plain hot boiled water nah no my point was like that that, that could have been ice yeah could have been but it's natural no, natural, so natural really state cold all the way through to boiled I didn't hear you complaining about it then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, 
<laughs> See, this is awkward. Mention I'm fruit tea and it all gets a bit sassy in here, girls. Come on. But I'm also I'm going to drop from me. I'm going to drop another controversial bomb, and that is that uh, tooth kind Ribena is better than normal Ribena. There you go. I've said it. I've oh, said it. Wow. I can't I can't get that genie back in the bottle now. I've said it. <laughs> Do you prefer Coke Zero to Classic Coke? I don't like either of them. Jim, like, uh, I, just, done, I feel like I really need problem. to spend some time corrupting you a bit, Jim. Like, really, like, we need... You've not had Coke or a kebab, man. Like, Well, I've had Coke, but I don't like them. <laughs> that's, that's a perfect Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Coca-Cola still, are we, Jack? Are we still talking about the same thing, mate? <laughs> he, stopped, he stopped sniffing Coke because the ice cubes is to get wedged in his nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> right, Brad, quick, move this on. This is going down a dark Alley. <laughs> All right, cool, dude. Um, toothpicks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I know it's under overrated, but can we have under overrated uh, inconsequential? None <laughs> <laughs> of the above. <laughs> overrated because I find also they do kind of break a little bit sometimes in your teeth, and uh, that's not that's the exact opposite of what you want to happen. Just something yeah, so gangster, though, about sitting there with a toothpick, picking your teeth after, like, a barbecue. Sorry, Jack. I mean, after you've had an aubergine on the... No, after like, corn on the cob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah OK, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to do several. <laughs> Go on, Sparky. Something else. Right, OK, I'm coming at you with... OK, this one. Instagram. I think it's underrated. I quite enjoy Instagram. But I think I just enjoy posting stuff up and getting the reaction because I really crave attention. <laughs> I don't tend to spend a lot of time scrolling through. Quite like watching people's stories because they're easy to look at and just let them wash over me. I think Instagram's all right, so I'm going to go underrated. Okay, all right. Nice, nice. And, uh, you know, when you build up a massive uh, bank of followers, it's really good, isn't it, Jack? How many have you got? <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, no, I came to this as a producer, right? <laughs> right. Got Jack, I say know, it. I don't know how I got on the mic, but... Uh, <laughs> Jack, say say your uh, account on, on the podcast and then people can come and follow you. At Loose Dad's Jack. Ting, that's one more follower. Right, I should po- I, I'll post some stuff on. If Hold people follow f- me, I'll post some stuff. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. I actually need to now Instagram that to make sure that's a legit account because I've never seen it before. Actually, is, he gonna, say, has he got something actually, else? Do any of the other of us actually follow I don't know. Jack? Guys, actually, like, let's find out now. <laughs> I told you, I'm the producer. I sort out my own thing and then let someone else do the content. This is. And no one else is doing the content. That's this is going to be um, slightly embarrassing for this podcast, I think, if we give out uh, an Insta handle and it's boosted mainly by the other three presenters of the podcast going... Oh, Should I press the blue bit that, that says follow there for Jack? Uh, holy yeah, shit, he dude. actually has an account. He didn't even yeah, tell man. us. He's like a ninja. He didn't even say, yo, guys, guys, should we create a... Jeez, no, okay. I started that. I started that like the day we started the podcast because I thought, well, you know, what if this blows up and you know I get super famous? Yeah, it's like it's like when you start a business, you have to get that URL. You have to yeah. get that.com. Yeah, right. You know? Okay, that's. Yeah. I was like, I've got yeah. to get this for when I'm super famous. Yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> well, I think you've got three more followers there, Jack. So perfect. perfect. Is it a little embarrassing we weren't doing it already, but what, let, let's just move on. Jack, have you got something else? Uh, yes. Um, what am I going to go with? Mm, panda Pops. <laughs> <laughs> We're beverage heavy today. We are I beverage know, heavy. I know. Um, 
But I think they're overrated. Um, they, they seem to be like this comedy staple. But uh, if you want to make a joke about a beverage, you mentioned Panda Pops. But um, I think that they're culturally they're pulling a little bit more weight than they deserve so I'm going to go with overrated for that and that's my considered opinion and I won't back down pink lemonade and green cola mate were some of the happiest days of my childhood Uh, (laughs) so I'm I'm coming back at you there Jim but fair I mean we're not getting into another beverage fight we've already had one of them Brad looks thoroughly confused yeah I really have them in South Africa no no panda pops yeah. Pops, I, I, yeah, I legit thought you were talking about some sort of lollipop there for a second. Yeah, that, that's what yeah. they actually had in South Africa, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Lollipops <laughs> made out of pandas. Made out yeah. of pandas, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 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 the uh, the stick was actual bamboo, so it was like uh, oh, keeping the thing going. Yeah, at least. At least they died happy. Um, (laughs) Come on, Brad, give us another one. Not a beverage. If Brad goes for roller cola, I'm going to be very upset. Uh, All right, all right. Um, Because we were discussing this sort of thing yesterday, the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Well, you mean the one that's co-hosted by essentially our boss? That's the one. Massively underrated. Oh, <laughs> I'd have to agree with you there, Jim. I'd have to agree with you, mate. Yeah, Very and when you say you have to agree with me, literally you do have to agree with me. Contractually, yeah, contractually. You won't be here next week. <laughs> it's JK that's my favourite. Can I say that? Oh no, edit that bit out, please. Sorry, can you can you edit that bit out, please, Jack? Uh, let's have one more. Go on, Sparky. Right, come on then. I'll ask you. All right, SpaceX and the whole SpaceX program, Jim. Wow, <laughs> this is, uh, we've gone from Panda Pops to SpaceX. <laughs> and toothpicks. <laughs> it's been a wild old ride today. <laughs> Buckle up. I, it sort of depends whether he gets there or not properly, doesn't it? Um, I would say underrated. I think, you know, the idea of like tourism to the moon and, and stuff is, that's pretty exciting. If that comes off, you know, even though he's one of the most unlikable people in the world, Elon Musk, yeah. then I think, you know, fair play to him. That's pretty good, right? So under, I'm going underrated, even though obviously it's quite highly rated. And, and even though and even though he was like, yeah, people are going to die. <laughs> well, at least he's honest, right? <laughs> but there's still people putting their hands up going, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah. Like, you know, most of them are dads just exhausted and they've just had enough. <laughs> and they're like, I'll go to Mars. It's better than this. Can I have a week on Richard, Mars? Oh. Imagine if Richard Branson was doing that with Virgin Flights. People are gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but whoa, whoa, whoa! But I told you though, you guys have the added benefit of saying the most horrendous thing, but with a nice British accent, it just glosses up. People gloss over it. That's right. the difference. Well, if if, if right, Richard yeah. Branson said people are gonna die, no one would bat an eyelid because be like, oh yeah, he's English. I listen to that accent; it's so sweet, <laughs> it's so calming. But Elon Musk says it, and he sounds like a baddie in a because, film. Because he's like a he's, he's like a, a like a half South African, half Canadian slash American accent going on there. It's like it's just too confusing. It sounds way too harsh. Yeah. Right, so if you want to get ahead, get a British accent. That's what I said to you guys. If you want to conquer the world, just do it with a polite English accent. You, you well, I mean, you're no, we did do that exactly. at one point. Exactly. As a nation, so. nice Completed it, mate. Uh, done it. So. <laughs> but uh, d- did you guys hear that um, he's venturing into fragrances now? He's bottling his sweat and he's uh, labelling it um, the smell of musk. <laughs> is that, is I, that a dad I, joke? Because he's that crazy, I would believe that he might even be doing that. 
Yeah, it's a dad joke, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you missed a trick. You should have called it Elon's Musk. But honestly, there was a time he was selling flamethrowers. So like, that's why that dad <laughs> yeah. joke is believable. Like, he was selling flamethrowers. I mean, he's had a very <laughs> career, hasn't he? He's got PayPal and he's got Tesla and he's got going into space and stuff. So, you know, and then what's that thing about going through tunnels? Oh, the hyper tunnel. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It just proves that if you get so much money, you just don't know what to do with it. You just end up doing random things. And see, I have got quite a lot of respect for that. And, and you know, when you get the lottery winners and they win 100 million quid and they go, I'm not going to change my life. You're like, no, what I want is yeah. you to say, I am going to do some absolutely crazy stuff yeah. because I can. And yeah. it doesn't really matter, does yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have more respect for them. So, yeah, go, go Elon Musk is what I'd never thought I'd say, but apparently I'm saying that right now. <laughs> Uh, well, let's look inside the news next. The big news affecting parents. That's coming up on Loose Dads. Stop what you're doing. Look in your bag. Look in your pocket. Look in your glove compartment. I bet you have had hand sanitizer within arm's reach. Or maybe two arm's reach. Having clean hands has always been important, but perhaps now more than ever. Which is why we've teamed up with Milton and their new antibacterial hand sanitizer suitable for sensitive skin from three months old. Not to mention it's plant-based, alcohol-free, kills bacteria and viruses in just 30 seconds and comes in a foam. So you don't have any of that drippy pool or alcohol smelling stuff to contend with anymore. So grab yourself a bottle of Milton's antibacterial hand sanitizer from Boots, Sainsbury's and Tesco's in your next shop. Use Biocide safely. Always read the label before use. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. If you want to get in contact with us, have a chat with us, suggest some stuff for the show, give us some constructive criticism, tell us how beautiful we all are, whatever it is, then go to the Loose Dads Podcast Facebook group. That's Loose Dads Podcast. Go and tell us what you think, as long as it's nice, because we've all got fragile egos. Yeah, well, actually... I'd like to just jump in there and say thank hi to Paul, who is on our Loose Dads uh, I was just Facebook about page. to say. Uh, Sparky, what? do you have anything to say to a certain someone across I the just, pond? Some people know how to talk to others, and he knows how to talk to me to make me work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, thank you, Paul. Uh, it's nice to have someone with a man crush on me, a grandfather with a man crush on me. But most importantly, mate, thanks for listening to the podcast. He does tend to compliment you quite a lot, doesn't he? Which um, I think we don't, so someone needs to. <laughs> That's it. I'm like one yeah. of those puppy dogs that just needs a good boy, good boy every now and then. And Paul's <laughs> just right there on our Facebook page to give that to me. So thank you, mate. And um, it's not like the rest of us need a bit of uh, attention, is it, guys? I mean, it's not like we're feeling negative and bad about this. I mean, So if an- anyone wants to go and blow some smoke in some places, then yeah. sure do. <laughs> Well, I mean, my, my wife's on that page. It'd be nice if she did, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Man, she needs... Is that the one that just keeps writing, Jack sucks? Like, that's... Uh, <laughs> I keep seeing that. Come on, <laughs> Well, that was Brad. Uh, let's have a look inside the news. <laughs> v 
this is uh, the day that we're recording this is the day that the internet disappeared or at least some sections of the internet went down this company that does some I, I read the story didn't really understand it but there's a company that does stuff for the internet they had a problem and loads of major sites things like Amazon went down the Guardian website Reddit was down for a bit the, the New York Times these were all down for an hour today and people were panicking well, the other thing was Twitter lost its emojis <laughs> just the emojis you can still tweet but just not put emojis up it's not the same though without the laughy face emoji how are people supposed to know how hysterical I am without putting the <laughs> laughy face emoji at the end yeah exactly exactly you couldn't show the world that you're a twit right <laughs> Sparky? Exactly, and that's you know Correct, a disaster. Right. <laughs> One of my favourite things was the um, New York-based uh, magazine Verge. They decided to report on what was happening, but through Google Docs because their website was down. So they did a Google Docs. They made them public. Unfortunately, they made the editable versions public, so people oh. went on and kept oh. editing them. <laughs> Like real-time Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like, you should have a look at it. It's, it's a, a real work of art, as one tweeter put it. <laughs> so it got, kind of got me thinking. We'd lost a lot of the internet for an hour. Sparky, that hour without Amazon, what was it like for you? Well, I mean, Bezos is definitely going to be showing losses to profits uh, in the next couple of weeks. But, mate, mm. it, do you know what? It actually scared me. It, th- things like this frightened me. One, because my house is hooked up with the internet, like my Alexas and all of that. I mean, it just, it it makes me worried about a time if the internet does just blanket go down. We're all going to be screwed, you know. Well, this is what I was thinking. How do you parent without the internet? We use the internet for parenting so much. Like, does, does anyone else find themselves relying on the internet for, for things that they do on a day-to-day basis to keep the kids entertained, to yeah. find out stuff about what's going on? Lippy, Mickey Mouse, uh, <laughs> uh, Octonauts, <laughs> Andy's Dinosaur Adventures. Oh, Imagine if iPlayer went down and you're trying to explain to an 18-month-old whilst he's having a full paddy that the internet's broke. Like, I'd just join him and just start having a kick-off yeah. too because, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's concerning. I, like, I'm still at the point as well where I'm Googling, is it okay to give a toddler... Is this normal? Like to have yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you know, that stuff's also scary. What do you I mean did... you're still at that stage? Does that stage ever end? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <don't sorry>. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, you go, Jack. There you go. Uh, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, recently we had a, um, a solar flare come very close to the Earth, and apparently, what happens is if it gets either if if the solar flare hits the Earth or it comes within a certain distance within the Earth. We'll lose all of our tech. We will be set back to the Stone Age. So uh, apparently not so long ago that almost happened. So uh, it'll be great, guys. We'll just go back to, uh, you know how I say I'm fond of my um, my caveman <laughs> tactics. We'll just go right back to it. <laughs> the thing is that even though I try and do stuff myself, if I can, all the things that I do, I learn from the internet. It's always a, a, like if YouTube was to disappear, yeah. how would we ever know how to do anything around the house? So true. Like, in fact, I was even taking the mickey out of my father-in-law today because he he never likes to Google stuff. Like, he likes to work things out himself. He's definitely in that mindset that you're trying to do, Jim. But today, he to work out how to put a, like, carry 
undercarriage on a um, double pram, he had to resort to YouTube. And I was like, see, where would we be without the internet? <laughs> and he then- was on the internet looking up undercarriages. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I sound like I've just grasped my father-in-law up or something. Uh, <laughs> but, but on a similar note, where would we be without the internet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he'd be having to carry his bags home as well as push the pram. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that a euphemism. <laughs> but no, honestly, I think it's terrifying because it, it has to be a real thought. Like we actually do need to, you know, what has, have we got a backup plan? Has Boris, as the government, has the world got a plan if the internet suddenly powers down on us? Well, I think there are some pretty clever people in this world. Like, not me, but some other pretty clever people who I just trust will fix it. Like, like Brad saying about the solar flare wiping out tech, like forever or until we just build some more. Yeah, I suppose we don't we don't unlearn all the information, exactly. or maybe we do. I don't know. I'm not a big solar flare. We, we don't go back to the Stone Age, literally. But oh, maybe no, no, for like we, a couple no, of hours. We, do. we we all jump into a DeLorean <laughs> with a flux capacitor and we all leg it back <laughs> a good couple of thousands of years, dude. <laughs> oh no, I'm just I'm just you know I'm super thankful for all them them blooming nerds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> tapping their computers and stuff. Who save us time and time again? <laughs> yeah, um, and they, they know, are the real uh, superheroes. To be they fair, they are. <laughs> they are. I'm sure the British government has got a great backup plan for when it happens, just like they did with a pandemic. Oh, sh- <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. then they stand in front of a lectern and go, uh, "If you turn it off, uh, turn it back on again. Uh, <laughs> turn it off. Uh, we'll be fine." <laughs> they also had a good plan for for Britain. Oh no! Oh, no. no. Uh, if, if this government's known for one thing, it's Planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're fine then, guys. That's all right. We've covered that off then. The internet breaks. Call Boris. I, um, I, I have to say, though, of all the days for the internet to go down, today was the day for me because the kids didn't need the telly at all. We had a digger turn up and start digging a driveway here. Uh, and so no. they were just glued to the window the whole day. Nice. Watching this Brilliant digger. entertainment. That's yeah, it was great. great. It was great. See, I um, I I got the I got the train down to meet you guys and back, and um, I was having to do some work on the train, and for some reason, uh, LNER their their Wi-Fi perfectly fine, fast and everything, free, brilliant. That's a surprise. However, you just can't use Google for some reason. Oh. Go- Google didn't work. I had to Bing something. Is it- oh, <laughs> is that like going- to- that'd be is like that going- Bing? Going back into the days of like using Alta Vista or yeah, I, I bet their I bet their Wi-Fi is run by Huawei or something. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. It was just really strange that nothing would Google, and and I I used Bing and I think I'm the first person to ever use that search engine. So um, <laughs> they can thank me for that. <laughs> Uh, Sparky, have you got a news story for us? Uh, yeah, I do. I, like, I feel like this is the bravest thing I've seen in a long time. Like, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but uh, a 17-year-old girl saved the life of her pet dogs um, from a bear in North America, right? So she's, uh, she's the, the, the dogs are in the garden and just so happens that a massive black bear and her cubs decide to come walking along her garden wall. Um In true defense of the house, the dogs start barking at the bear, go for it. And the bear grabs one of her dogs. Um, 
What would your reaction be at that point with any of your pets? We're not talking Hi. our kids here. <laughs> 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 right. Okay, right, guys, you're my people, because this is what I was thinking. Of. Take the cats, take them, right? 17-year-old fearless young lady ran at the bear, pushed it off the wall, and it fell off the wall, let go of her dogs, and it retreated. And she saved the lives of her dogs. She went face to face with a massive black bear, and I just think that's, like, amazing. I mean, what, completely what? stupid, but yeah. amazing to be able to say I pushed a bear off a wall. That is going to be, you know, <laughs> in future times when she goes to a job and, you know, when you have one of those inductions at your job and they go, and tell us three facts, one of them's a lie. And she'll go, well, I pushed a bear off a wall. And everyone will go, that's the lie. And she'll go, actually, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the internet. Yeah, but worth doing it just for that. When the bear fell off the wall, did it go, oh, bother. mate it looked pretty angry but another reason why i brought this up is because obviously we are all the dads of the house and Mm. anybody um and uh, it's stereotypically the job of the dad to be the protector and to know what to do in these situations and i just watched that thinking i don't know if I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I. I would just leg it, right? <laughs> I'd just get yeah. Jackson. Get. So I mean, I, I don't know. I. I think it's. I think it's weird that the bear went for the dog. You know, that's that's not something you would expect a bear to do. I guess mm. it was not your average bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> All right. Okay. The other dad stereotypes oh, coming do, out do, now, Jack. Do, do, do you think when 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 the bear spotted the dogs, it was like, and today is the day the teddy bear has his <laughs> Right. Stop. Stop. Okay. Right. Okay. You're not taking this seriously enough. Anyway, well okay. done to that girl for pushing a bear off. Uh, yeah. No, that's pretty. You're good. not. You're not taking a story about a girl knocking a bear off a wall seriously. <laughs> What's going on with you guys? Come on, guys. Come on. What, are you saying you can't bear it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Gave me pause for thought. <laughs> for real. Now, come on. I yeah, haven't done one I'm... yet, guys, and I, I feel like I'm not going to do... I'm not joining in. I'm not joining <laughs> You're in. You're standing That's... by your story. <laughs> it's definitely because I can't... It's not because I can't think of one is the reason. Well, I'm guys, guys, in. guys, calm down. Calm down. Sparky, you're sounding a bit grisly. Just calm down. <laughs> right. Okay, guys, can we get back to the bare necessities of the podcast? Someone else got the story. Hey, hey, I got one. I'm fine. Carry on, boys. Hey. Excellent. That's it. Tick, 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 tick. Well done, everyone. Jack, what's your story? <laughs> right. Well... Uh, I'm calling Bull on Sparky's story because he said it was the bravest thing he's heard all week. 17-year-old pushed a bear. How about this? 28-year-old woman rescued her twin from a crocodile by punching it. Oh. <laughs> right, right. Solid. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, were, doing, like the, 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 uh, the Bruce Lee sort of put the, your fingers there and just... <laughs> one-inch punch. Yeah, one the one-inch punch. punch. So, so her, they've been diving in Mexico and uh, her twin sister got dragged down under the water by a crocodile. Uh, she dived down after her, uh, found her sister sort of like unresponsive at the bottom of the water, wherever they were. Swamp, like. come on, man. Swamp, yeah. Tr- build tried a picture. To, tried to pull her up and this crocodile came back three times to get her sister again. Ooh. And she just hit it, just kept hitting it until it went away. What? Again, it's a disturbing trend of women hitting animals, isn't there, at the moment? I think we should investigate that. <laughs> Don't, someone's already kicking off somewhere on the internet about it, going, oh, think of oh, the animals. Sure. <laughs> I mean, guys, guys, that sister definitely made a snap decision. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not, go, no. 
Brad, we're not going down this. <laughs> Did she see the real scales of the situation? Yeah. Yeah, she said, save me and make it snappy. Yeah. I can't believe Jack said he was calling bull on Sparky's story and didn't say Sparky's story was a crock of shit. Oh. Oh. That is like... Would you punch a crocodile? Though I feel like if it had all <laughs> guys, it's asked the important questions. Would you punch a crocodile? Yes, uh, yes, I, I would punch your Crocs one hundred percent. Hey, no, not a punch a guy in Crocs. That's out of order, <laughs> but perfectly justified. I don't know. They are scary beasts, though. I'm not going to be. I mean, like they weigh a ton. I know, I'm not going scared. out of my way to punch a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's You're not doing you it recreationally. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's crazy. It is interesting, though, to know in both of those situations how you would react. Now, if, if it was my pet that was being attacked by a bear, yeah, that would be the door locked. See you later. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for the memories. <laughs> but if it, you know, it was my, it was my sister or my brother yeah. or anyone yeah. else I knew getting attacked by a crocodile, you'd probably you'd give it a go, wouldn't you? But yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm fairly sure the adrenaline would take over, and you wouldn't yeah. really go. Hmm, should I be doing this? <laughs> See, the thing I know about crocs is like um, they have very, very weak muscles when it comes to opening their mouths because um, most of their muscle is actually from the, the snap. So that's why you see like um, uh, croc wrestlers, they tend to hold the mouth closed because they're very weak. They're quite, like opening it. They're very, very weak on that. So if you guys are ever in that instance, there's just a little bit of a helpful hint. There you go. Brad's done his research. The Steve yeah. Irwin of the show. Yeah, um, get yourself a lasso. And, uh... <laughs> if it was my brother, though, I would, before saving him, go, tell mum it actually was you that started the food fight when we were nine. <laughs> that you, it still gets brought up. Like, tell her and I'll save you, bruv. But otherwise... Yeah. <laughs> You've got to look for the bonuses in this. You know, you're going to get a confession. That's it. That's <laughs> uh, Brad, what's your story? Um, please let it be about an animal being punched and us being able to make well, some puns about it. Funny enough, it is actually about animals, but it's um, it's quite a it's quite a cool one. So basically, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but there's a, a really high chance that you have in at some point in your life drunk dinosaur pee. <laughs> like i mean that's amazing right uh, come on i think yeah. it's amazing so um the scientists how, have said how? the scientists have said that the amount of water on earth always stays the same it just goes in a in a in a continuous cycle for and it's been doing that for for billions of years mm. so um obviously we know the whole theory of oh yeah you know you could be once the water, like you, if your neighbor goes for a for a piss and they flush a the toilet, that goes through the circulation. Chances are, maybe the day after that, you you might be slogging drinking their their urine. Um, but they've also now worked out that that could also backdate as far to the dinosaurs that whole because obviously the um, liquid evaporates into the atmosphere and then mm-hmm. obviously gets cleansed and comes down as as rain. I was um, I was reading a an article about dinosaurs and it was about them urinating and apparently the t-rex was very noisy very noisy when it weed but um the pterodactyl had a silent pee (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm hitting him out of the park tonight lads 
I didn't see that joke coming for such a long time because that felt like the sort of article you might read. <laughs> no, it sounds like the sort of article you've been asked to write at some point. Yes, it does. <laughs> it really does. I've written, written 15 different articles, slightly different for different keywords oh, about it. At least we genius. know what uh, Jim was bing, binging on the uh, train earlier. <laughs> How loud is a T-Rex pissing? <laughs> My son would be very excited to know how uh, how loud the wheeze of dinosaurs were but he'd also be quite excited to know he was drinking dinosaur wee I think as well so I'm going to pass that on to him yeah <laughs> well thanks for that Brad yeah I'm going to yeah. enjoy that next time I pour myself a refreshing water out of the tap yeah <laughs> This is the Loose Dads podcast from the Dads Net. On the way, we've got the big question of the week. It's an anonymous dad asking a question that we're going to attempt to answer very soon. You know those moments when your partner is just driving you crazy? Usually something to do with taking out the bins or leaving the loose eat up and aiming straight or the fact they haven't stacked the dishwasher in the optimum way... Well, it's times like these that you need a safe space to air your troubles, somewhere filled with like-minded people who will satisfy and vindicate your need to vent. Somewhere like Dadsnet. Head over to Facebook and search for Dadsnet, and we'll see you there. This is Loose Dads from the Dadsnet. It's me, it's Brad, it's Sparky, it's Jack. We're having a chat about things, and it's time for the big question of the week. Uh, this is where we have a member of one of the Dad's Net groups on Facebook who gets in contact, asks a question that they want the answer to, and we try our hardest to give them some kind of plausible answer to that query. Uh, this one comes from an anonymous dad. My partner is 36 weeks pregnant and she is due on the 7th of July. Her hormones are through the roof. She's very tetchy, emotional, and snaps at the slightest thing. Just feel really isolated, guys. Anyone experience the same thing? Yes. Uh, yes. No. Yes. Uh, no. No. Hold on, Brad. I, then let's go to you, the expert. I, then, I, I, like, I, whoa, 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 whoa. Is that glasses? I'm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not the expert here, but um, no, no, no. I mean, I give Shay props on on. Only this one thing, the rest of it's irrelevant. Um, is basically when it comes to her period, she doesn't get hormonal and crazy. Um, and when she was pregnant with both the boys, she never had a moment of going crazy. Is she is she like mental the rest of the time? <laughs> <laughs> she like a ten or the other time. Yeah, and then and then she just chilled when she was pregnant. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nine yeah. months of peace. Yeah, I, the, the vasectomy wasn't my choice, guys. Otherwise, I would have just been knocking her up every year. <laughs> See, this is one of those things where you just think you kind of have to grin and bear it a little bit don't you because at that stage of pregnancy there are hormones everywhere there's also abject tiredness because she's carrying almost like a full-grown baby around plus her own weight as well and it does happen fairly (laughs) her own slight weight is what i was saying there you go jim you've covered there mate brilliant mrs anonymous is listening as well in which case this is really awkward um but that's the thing it it is is 
there's no um, there's no getting around the fact that that's going to happen and it's kind of completely understandable I guess you maybe need to think of some coping strategies because you know that this is going to happen so I guess what do you think kind of take some time out of yourself go for a walk get out of the house so that you've got some time when you're not being snapped at because unfortunately it is going to happen and I think if I was in that situation I'd be pretty snappy as well yeah I mean you've got to think about the amount of fear as well like I do think that like I think something that was troubling SJ when she was getting to the end not fear that's the wrong way of putting it but knowing that she's going to have to push this baby out at some point and that starts to make you you know if you know that's hanging over your head you know like you've got an important meeting at work coming up or something it's that anxiety that sits there and it does it and also Jim I I like your example of going for a walk but I, I can imagine me going for a walk when SJ's 36 weeks pregnant and go what you're leaving me unattended I can go to labour at any point because the, the hormones are there and yeah I feel mate like the best advice is it's hard to say you can't say suck it up or just get on with it but it's part and parcel of the pregnancy journey I think Brad's lucky to have avoided it a bit but you have your ups and downs mate and just the times when she's less hormonal and more in control savour those moments because it's easy to just think oh she's just being horrible to me all the time it's yeah, easy to I, I don't think it's about I don't think it's about sucking it up I think it's more about taking it with a yourself that's it uh, it's, it's not it's not necessarily personal at that point mm, mm. it's it, you you know there are these other factors contributing to it you might be a pain in the arse sometimes but you know that that's not necessarily the only thing going on there and so yeah, take it with a pinch of salt and 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 start to do stuff that will then help alleviate that anxiety. So, so I think something then that you could do rather than just going for a walk to be honest, is maybe go, well, I will go and get you something. What would you like me to get you? I will yeah. get you something to make things feel better, to make, you know, to whatever it is at that time you know whether it's a foot rub that they need I'll go and get some stuff we need for that or you know I'll go and get that stuff you've been craving or whatever it is so make it sound like you're doing something for them but you're just getting (laughs) 20 minutes out of the house just to have a bit of headspace but that you do need that kind of because unfortunately there's no way you're going to be able to go back and go you've been a little bit tetchy so just just minimise that because it's making me feel isolated and a bit upset I was um, going to say it's normally normally Sparky's advice for uh, trying to get your leg over is a foot rub. Isn't hey, it? always, um, guys, never <laughs> underestimate. I'm going to put it put it on my headstone. Never underestimate <laughs> the importance and power of a foot rub. It can change a scenario on its head. But, but the, um, that's the what man, got him man. into that situation in the first place. <laughs> yeah, and it's got me a little head sometimes. Whoa! Did I say? Two blue boys. Two blue. Um, uh, another thing, though, is worth thinking about as well. Is is this is training for when you are exhausted when the baby's born as well because if you think the hormones are tense now like the baby's not here like I just remember our first few weeks and this is not to scare you in any way it's all to prepare you but in our first few weeks I felt like we're we were just both exhausted and we were just like, we just need to stop him crying. That, that's our only goal. And, and every, the stress around that, like I don't even, I don't remember what our relationship was like for the first few weeks because it was just about Jackson. So yeah, I, I was going to say, be, be prepared. Be prepared. It, yeah. it's, it's not nine months. It, <laughs> it's, 
12, 18 months, you know. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, but also, at some point, you're going to be super tired and stressed and scared about keeping this person. I see you're going to be snapping as well. So, you know, I mean... It goes you, both ways. It does go both ways. You have to be prepared to be the bad guy in inverted commas. But obviously, mm. also, just it's important to stress that after the baby comes, you know, there is a, a possibility of postnatal depression in both of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's just another thing to keep an eye out for, and um, and if you do, as a dad, feel postnatal depression, just remember it is a very common thing. It's a very, very common side effect uh, for dads. It's not often spoken about, but it is actually very common. And um, obviously, just keep an eye on your missus as well. And if you do see her experiencing it, you know, you got to help her through it. I, I just, had it with I had it with our second Harry. And yeah, it it, throw, it skews the whole thing because you stop focusing on what sort of what is a real problem at that time, and it just all becomes part of this postnatal depression mm. rather than rather than being able to take each situation individually. Yeah, um, it just it, it all just becomes this overwhelming thing for you. So, um, so yeah, I, I definitely would echo that. Like, be be aware both for you and your partner. Uh, that there may be there may be something else going on yeah and it's also important to to use that phrase as well postnatal depression yeah because people have been calling it the baby blues for a while and that is something that minimizes its importance mm. because that makes people think i'm not gonna go and bother a doctor with this because it's just the baby blues because that sounds like something frivolous and it's not that it just you know, it, it just makes me think of like a very very young eric clapton just slamming on the guitar you wouldn't go to uh, to the doctor to talk about layla would you so yeah you know you just <laughs> well i mean <laughs> seriously unless layla's a nickname for a body part yeah or yes. the name <laughs> of your new daughter uh, which you're just about to <laughs> oh, have yeah. <laughs> you miss it might be 36 but i think something is important to highlight in the question as well he says is anyone else experiencing this? Yes. Yeah. This is very common and this is this is going to become a bit of a new normality for you as well. Like there'll be days where you'll feel really close to your partner and there'll be days where you feel a mile apart and it's all because of the same common interest. You love your child more than anything. And, yeah. and it's all a total and utter emotional roller coaster. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the the thing is, you'll you'll never wake up the next day thinking, oh, or you'll never wake up going, oh, I feel like crap tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's a better day. I feel like crap today. Tomorrow's a better day. You can never predict it. You can never yeah. predict where that roller coaster is going to take you. And it's okay. And you are not alone in this. Um, and the more you talk about it, you will be so surprised how many people that once you open up about it will actually start opening up to you about it. I mean, that's the one thing I found about my mental health is the more I spoke about it, the more people came back to me going, oh yeah, I've experienced that. And I was like, holy crap, I thought I was like the only one in this room. And then like, then everyone just has this commonality and it's like a, it's almost like a camaraderie. You're like, oh, oh, humans, we are infallible, you know? Yeah. Uh, And it's okay. (laughs) It'd be worth, um, I don't know if this anonymous um, dad-to-be is uh, doing NCT or something, but because you all sort of have babies at around the same time so you're all sort of at the same stage mm-hmm. just worth chatting to some of them other dads and just going you know is this happening with you yes it is okay just because you know sharing that problem is also yeah. kind of like at least you know you're not isolated but then you, the other thing he did which you know i would recommend to anyone is he went to dad's night and he said there am yeah. i alone yeah. is this is this normal 
And, you know, you read the comments on his post and everyone's going, this is normal. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, been there, been there. <laughs> But I mean, that's it. I definitely get something out of speaking to you boys every single week. And this is, you know, we're doing this podcast, but it's also sideline therapy for me as well. Um, Having (laughs) other dads to vent to. to. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And I definitely, through lockdown, I was getting stressed out with the new, uh, with with Jackson and, you know, situations of being on lockdown. And I just found my mate who was a a new dad as well, like pretty recent new dad. And we just went for walks. And then we just ranted at each other for like an hour we just vented all of our problems he walked his dog i walked jackson and on a lead of course and uh (laughs) and um but you know i just felt so much better coming home from that and i didn't you know and it wasn't to go and slag my missus off for an hour but it was just to go ah this is how i feel and Mm. he's like yeah mate been there felt that and there's something so reassuring just hearing someone say that back to you if you've got any questions, uh, if you've got any worries, concerns, then Dadsnet is there for you. There's loads of Facebook groups uh, about kind of general parenting. There's the private one where, you know, no one else will know what you're talking about uh, outside of that. There's ones to do with your hobbies, ones to do with where you live. So you can meet up with local dads as well. And there's the Loose Dads podcast Facebook group as well, which is mainly for uh, complimenting Sparky. <laughs> yeah. Get on there. Throw us your compliments, guys. I'm ready to hear him. <laughs> Feeding his ego, really. <laughs> it's out of control, as you can hear. If you've got a question, let us know. We'd love to hear it. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, then thank you very much. Tell a friend about it. Share it with someone. That is how we get other people to listen in and get it up the charts and things like that. Give it a nice review. Give it a five-star rating. Follow us, subscribe. All of those things you could do at your pod carrier of choice. Thank you very much uh, to Sparky. Thanks, gents. Thank you, Jack. Guys, I've enjoyed it. And that's the tooth. Uh, that relates back to the crocodile, crocodile. thing. You, how long have you been holding on to that one, Jack? Come on. When you have to explain it to you, mate, right? He might not be back next week. <laughs> I really forgot that. And thank you, Brad. Thank you so much. I, I do have a question, though, Jim. How, if I can't even get my wife to listen to the podcast, how am I to get anyone else to listen to it? Well, offer them some freebies. Pretend that we do cool stuff and clickbait them. Clickbait, oh, clickbait, them. clickbait. Right. You won't believe how many bear puns these lads can come up with. <laughs> hey, that might be the title of the podcast. Uh, scientists won't be able to tell you the answer. You won't so anyway, believe. You, you won't believe what you're sticking in your mouth and drinking. Yes, there you go. You won't won't believe how loud a T-Rex's wing is. I mean, you know, there's all of these headlines we could use. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, thank you very much. We're back next week when it will drop into your podcaster of choice on your phone or your iPod, if anyone still has one of those, whenever you you open it up. And uh, all that remains for me to say is uh, see you later, alligators. In a while, crocodile. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast. <laughs>